Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Hello there, what it do, how are you? And welcome to episode 86 of Above the Nest with Rachelle, brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. It's a great day to talk football, that is Eagles football, of course, and I'm your host, Rachelle Prevet, getting you hip very quick to what's happening. Well, what's up, everybody, and thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Above the Nest with Rachelle, brought to you by SB Nation in a Bleeding Green Nation. The 2023 training camp and preseason are officially behind us, and so that means that we're one step closer to the regular season kicking off. And so if you're watching this video on YouTube, you can see that I am joined by a very familiar face for a lot of you guys, uh, one of my sisters in sports. I've had her on the podcast a few times now, so I'm sure you guys recognize her. Her name is Simone Stanley. She has a YouTube channel. She also covers the Philadelphia Eagles on uh, Simone with the sports. And you can also follow her on Twitter at Simone underscore Stanley. So what's up, Simone? How's it going? Football is back. So how are you feeling? I'm excited. I feel like, honestly, I feel like this is one of the shortest off seasons. I feel like we didn't even really have, I feel like we were just like recovering from the Super Bowl. It didn't even feel like there was that much time off um from the eagles and content created so i'm super excited but i feel like this offseason was a blur heck yeah and like you said i mean the fact that they went to the super bowl it made everything just get condensed oh yeah it. you're right that's why because the, the other little teams you know they were done in december they were done they were just freaking early you know so it was definitely the offseason felt weird it felt so different this season. right but I'm, I'm I was happy that I got to you know check out and kind of like enjoy a little bit of the seat off season before we're back in full swing of things so right. we're gonna get into all of it but before we even do don't forget to like don't forget to comment subscribe leave your written reviews five stars all that good stuff um but there are a lot of storylines surrounding the birds right now and you know like I said the season is right around the corner we get a little bit of a break so I felt what better way to preview the season than bringing you on to talk birds. So I want to talk about some of the more like timely uh, news that's going on. Of course, starting with um, what happened on Monday, uh, the Eagles decision to sign former Colts uh, cornerback Isaiah Rogers. Um, and so this player is going to be suspended for the 2023 season for gambling. He violated the NFL's like policy for gambling. And so it's not going to, the Eagles aren't going to be able to benefit from this, this upcoming season. But I did want to get your initial thoughts on this signing. Uh, was this a good or bad move made by Howie Roseman? I think it was a really good move because he's a young player. He's really good on special teams. He'll be a good death piece. Um, going forward because as of right now, our cornerback room is fine. It's really good as of today, but we know we're going to have to start passing the torch um, soon with Bradbury and Slay being up there in age. So even though he's not able to play, he's still able to learn from two of the best in the game and Slay and Bradbury. He's still able to watch and learn and be um, Sean Desai's defense, even though it's from the sidelines. And sometimes they say 
being on the sidelines is the best way to learn as a player because you get to see how everything plays out and you get to see how everyone reacts to certain things. So even though he's not going to be able to play for us this season, he's still going to be familiar with the system, familiar with the players, familiar with our defense. So come next season, he better be ready to go because he had a full year to look at the playbook. And his dad was an Eagles fan. He was posting about it last night. So he's someone who already, you know, is, is has love for the team and love for the city. Plus, when he was gambling, he was making little bets for his team. And we know the Colts sucked last season. So yeah. he was betting for his team last season that he is a guy that's loyal to the soil. So I'm not mad at it. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, like you said, the fact that Howie Roseman, we have learned from his past decisions that he definitely looks ahead to the future. And so even though they're not going to be able to benefit from him this upcoming season, like you said, we got two, our, our two star cornerbacks are older in age. And so I think that this was good. I'm not mad at it. He was pretty productive when he was playing for the Colts. So it's like young talent. Um, I don't see anything wrong with it. And job well done how he rose me pretty much that's all right. i can say so i'm not mad at it it is what it is um but also some more news that has happened the eagles have decided to grant permission to Derek barnett to allow him to seek a trade and so um he's 27 years old his most productive season was in 2019 but since then he hasn't had more than six and a half sacks and so in addition to the lack of production that he's been having it's always him, as Nick Sirianni always says, with his penalties racking up on do, uh, like stupid decisions that he's making. And then also he's had some injury concerns. And so just looking at this, young, well, the defensive end room that is definitely loaded with pass rushers, um, he's not going to get a lot of playing time. We know right. what it is. Hassan Reddick, Nolan Smith, uh, BG. And so do you think that the Eagles will be able to get a good return for him by allowing him to seek a treat? I think we'll get a decent return because everybody's seen everybody has seen the material with Derek Barnett. Yeah. Um, not only the injury concerns, but even when he's in the game, again, putting us in difficult situations with penalties. Um he is still younger, and I feel like we can maybe get like a I feel like we can get at least a fifth round pick. I feel like um for him, which I feel like anything we get in return is fine because, like you said, he's going to be coming on this team as a depth piece. He's not going to get that much playing time. And then also to couple with the fact that he's always starting issues, he started a couple of internal issues at camp with some players. So he's just kind of a hothead. So I feel like the team at this point is just kind of like we're through. We're done yeah. with you. Like we put it, we put up with this enough. Like we have a, we have a good feng shui going on in, on our team. We don't need a bad egg, a bad seed, you know, starting trouble. So. I think that it's time for Derek Barnett to move on. I don't know if we're going to get anything like, woo, we got this back. Um, you saw yeah. how Isaiah Simmons went for a seventh-round pick. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure what we'll get back um, for Derek Barnett. But at this point, somebody just take him. Yeah, I agree with that one. Um, the reason that we are here, though, uh, today we are recording on Tuesday, uh, August 29th. Uh, roster cuts are at 4 p.m. today. We're recording at 1142. Some roster cuts have already been made for the Philadelphia Eagles. Some players uh, waived. And so are you surprised by any of the uh, players that have been released so far? Some of them not really surprised by, but did any of them stand out to you? So far, no. The cuts that I've seen, um, unless I missed some since we've been on here, I haven't been surprised by anybody. I feel like um, the biggest thing we're going to be looking out for is the safety room, seeing how that shakes out. Special teams a little bit with Sean Bradley and Zach McPherson getting hurt. You know, some other guys might slip through and make 
um, the roster because they're going to be out for the season on IR um, linebacker as well. Um, but outside of that, I haven't been surprised. I haven't been surprised by anything. I felt like Ian Book had a goal. There was a lot of players on the list that I was obviously camp bodies because I didn't even recognize their names when I saw that they had got cut. I was surprised that Trey Sermon um, wasn't cut at this point. Yeah. Um, I thought he was going to be somewhat right. I thought he wasn't going to make it past that um, the second preseason game. Yeah. Yeah. So to see that he's still on the roster, I'm like, okay, Trey, you know what I mean? I guess yeah, yeah. Nick Clariani been going on and on and on about how much he loves Trey. So maybe he really does. But I've also heard some people saying we could be using him as a trade piece. So today should be really interesting. As of right now, not surprised um, by any cuts. Yeah, I wasn't really surprised by any either. One that kind of like caught my eye was Tyree Jackson because I feel like he was getting a lot of talk. Like there was a lot of buzz surrounding him, but I guess they also, you know, already have a uh, Grant Calcaterra. Um, I'm blanking. I'm blanking. Other tight ends are uh, Dallas Goddard, you know, mm -hmm. so it's like there are other tight ends, but that was somebody who I kind of was like, oh, that's interesting, but it is what it is. And yeah. So and I feel like he's going to be a, a practice squad player because I feel like he always comes back and makes his way to the practice squad. So, yeah, yeah, we'll probably be seeing him. Sad day across the league, but it is what it is. And we'll make sure we keep our eye out on the rest of the cuts that are coming down the pipeline and keep you guys informed on everything. Another storyline with the Burrs, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, there's only been like two teams that have really been like, I guess, considering, you know, bringing him on Dolphins. And there's been talks about the Eagles. And so I just wanted to get your thoughts on like, would you want to see him land here? Like, what are just your general thoughts on Jonathan Taylor landing in Philly? At first, I was like, no, we don't need Jonathan Taylor. Like, I don't want to give up any assets for him because, you know, we do have DeAndre Swift. Uh, we're going right. We're yeah. going forward. Like um, we want our draft assets in the future. Yada 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 yada. But then you know when I thought about it again, I'm like, why would I turn down a, a phenomenal talent to add to the office? That's actually crazy because <laughs> we know that the expectations for the Eagles is to win the Super Bowl. So we have to be all chips in. So DeAndre Swift is good. He's upgrade over Miles. Yada yada yada. But he's not Jonathan Taylor. So at the end of the day, if it's a situation where they want Swift for Jonathan Taylor, I'm doing the deal. Because yeah. you can never have too many guys. You could never be set. We're good on offense. We're set. Absolutely not. It's a long season. Players go down. Players get injured. We have a gauntlet of a schedule. So to add a major piece to this offense like Jonathan Taylor – to say no to that would be yeah. insane. And like I said, I was saying no at first, like, oh, you know, we're good, yada, yada, yada. Now, mm -hmm. I would rather, if it was a situation where it was like, get a Buddha or, or Jonathan Taylor or get Patrick Queen or Jonathan Taylor, of course, I would rather trade for a safety or a linebacker. Mm -hmm. But if, 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 if it's just Jonathan Taylor and Buddha and Patrick's not an option, go ahead and get Jonathan Taylor. There's no yeah. such thing as we're good. It's yeah. 17 weeks. We have a tough schedule. We cannot play around and play, oh, we're the com we're comfortable game. Absolutely yeah. not. Bring me Jonathan Taylor. I do think that this season um, on one of the other podcasts that we have for Monday Football Monday um, on SB Nation, they've been talking a lot about, we've been following, of course, like the running back drama that's been happening. Everybody, Saquon Barkley, you know, just pretty much like trying to see if 
the league will get back to that style of play and also like if they're going to pay these running backs and so it's just been so interesting and like looking at the running back room for the Eagles I think it's it's exciting because they're so loaded you know like they have so many talented players and so like you said I don't think that there will be a problem with adding him to the depth chart like why not Um, you just never know like they leaned on the run game a good amount last year you know that always helps the offense for sure we already have Jalen Hurst who runs but it's like if you have all of these talented guys as well I don't think that that could hurt and so I'm here for it but definitely something to keep our eyes out for um in these upcoming days definitely at the end of day today we might see something happen also support for this podcast comes from smart water life moves pretty fast are you drinking water that can keep up smart water alkaline has everything you need to stay hydrated no matter where your day takes you whether you're pitching a tent or your next big idea smart water alkaline can help you perform your best It delivers a pure, crisp taste that makes it the perfect chaser after a big workout. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smart Water Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Support for this podcast comes from Smart Water. Life moves pretty fast. Are you drinking water that can keep up? Smart Water Alkaline has everything you need to stay hydrated, no matter where your day takes you. Whether you're pitching a tent or your next big idea, Smart Water Alkaline can help you perform your best. It delivers a pure, crisp taste that makes it the perfect chaser after a big workout. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smart Water Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Looking at the Eagles roster, looking at the Eagles like coaching staff, new defensive coordinator, new offensive coordinator, um, is there anybody in particular who you feel like is going to be under the most pressure going into the season? Going into... Definitely Sean Desai because, again, this season um, we have a defense that's that's loaded with talent, especially up front. We we even added more to the pass rush room because last year Robert Quinn was on the roster, but he wasn't doing shit. So yeah. we even upgraded the pass rush room, which was a top pass rush last season. So I think Sean Desai definitely has a lot of pressure on him because we went from a defensive coordinator last year that didn't utilize the talent to the fullest, and now this season we're going up against much tougher competition. So Sean Desai is going to have to be on his toes. Also, pressure the two George boys from last draft because this year's George boys, 2023 class of Georgia Philly Dogs, they already popping off. Day one, instantly, step right off that championship stage, put that trophy down, put that Eagles green on, and, and translate it instantly. Jordan Davis, yeah, we need, we're going to need to see a lot from him. And he's saying, <laughs> he's saying, oh, I took this big leap, you know, yeah. I'm better now, I slimmed down, yada, yada, yada. We're going to have to see that on, on, on the field. We're mm-hmm. going to see that on the field because – Again, Fletcher Cox is up there in age, and now Milton Williams is creeping in and, and, and looking a little bit better than Jordan Davis, looking like he pushing up on Jordan Davis, and Jordan Davis was, what, a number nine overall pick? Yeah. So pressure's on there, like N'Kobe Dean. Heck, yeah. Yes. He was the Buck Buchanis Award winner, best player on the best defense. Yeah. Green Dot. Green dot leader of this yeah. this that we're saying has to come together. We have a lot of loaded offenses. Nicobe Dean is going is going to have to be ready. Mm-hmm. Like that's my main guy. 
those 2023 Georgia Bulldogs, we need to see that. We need to see yeah. that national championship. We need to see that Buck Buchanan's award winner yeah. on the field. So mm -hmm. those are the guys I have my eye on because don't let the 2023 class pass you. Yeah. It was cool to see uh, Nicobe Dean flash a little bit. I think that was the game against the Browns preseason. Mm -hmm. like yep. pre we mm -hmm. saw that play after he picked up the penalty. Like he had a really big play. Um, but other than that, like he missed a lot of time during training camp. And so that's concerning. But like you said, I think he's definitely one of the top players under pressure going into the season. And so the expectations are high, you know. He is, like you said, in his second season. So it's kind of just like you can't be quiet, especially when you look at the linebacker room. Like we need you to step up. So, yeah, definitely. I agree with that one. Um, what would you say are like your biggest contenders when you look at the NFC? Of course, we know that the Eagles are at the top. But do you feel like there are any like sleeper teams that are like playing uh, hiding under plain sight or hiding in plain sight um, or any any other teams that you just feel like are going to like surprise us? Um, I don't think for the NFC, I don't think there's anybody on our schedule um, that's going to surprise us. Again, there's teams, I think the, the Vikings are going to give us um, good competition. I think if Matt Stafford is back, that the Rams might give us good competition. Um, but I don't think those are going to be teams that we're going to be like worried about come playoff time if, if everything goes right with us with um, injuries. But I think two teams that kind of um, had a really good offseason, obviously the Detroit Lions, um, they had a really good offense last season. Um, and they just couldn't stop anyone on defense. But this year, obviously, they added a lot of pieces. They got um, Brian Branch out the draft. They got Jack Campbell, uh, a top linebacker um, in the draft as well. They got, obviously, our guy, C.J. Um, Gardner-Johnson. They added um, – they added um, – I can't think of his name right now, but um, they added a, one, a cornerback, uh, but I can't think of his name right now. I want to say it was a former Steeler. But they added to the cornerback room. They obviously added to the safety room with Brian Branch. Um, they had a up-and-coming pass rusher, James Houston, that really popped off towards the end of the season. Um, so they, got, they added a lot on defense. Yeah. So they already had the offense and they even added to the, to the freaking offense, getting David Montgomery and then go ahead and, and drafting um, Jameer Gibbs. Mm -hmm. So the lions baby come playoff time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're going to be trying to roar on us, but we'll see about that. Yeah. And also the Falcons, like again, uh -huh. I don't think that's the team that's going to be pushing up on us. Yeah. That's a team that we could meet in the playoffs that we can't, ignore they're yeah. another team that loaded up on defense they mm -hmm. loaded up on offense they had a really good off season adding a lot of pieces so that's two teams that were nobodies in the nfc last year that i think are going to be um uh, not super bowl threats but okay. they're going to be threats in the playoffs yeah i definitely think that when you just look at the division i think that they're gonna like, I think we're good in the division. Like, all four teams, I think, are going to be up there, like, taken seriously. Giants, I feel like probably for me on my list are probably at the bottom. But when I look at the commanders, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of, like, going to be paying attention to Sam Howe 
I think that he's going to definitely be kind of exciting, a little bit better than we think. And then, of course, I think the Cowboys are going to be up there, of course. And 49ers, not looking at the NFC East, but like 49ers. But I think the the NFC East are definitely going to be up there, like as a whole. It's going to be like just like last year when all four teams were good. I think it's going to be the same this year. Falcons, I hadn't really considered them because I'm just like – the Falcons, but like you said, they do have some talented young pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, they're tight end. What's what's the guy? Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Um, then they got Drake London. They got Dean Robinson. That's they already had a, a thousand yard good. rusher last year. You said what? Yeah, I thought the only thing I feel like is like Desmond Rudd, Desmond Ritter. Ritter. Right. has really like proven to be like decent. But mm-hmm. I guess like if you have all of these talented weapons on your offense. If they can elevate you, then you just never know what he's going to look like. So I hadn't really thought about them, but definitely going to be paying attention to them as well. Um, Before we get out of here, what would you say is like your record prediction? I feel like at minimum 12 and five. I feel like that's like the minimum. I feel Mm -hmm. like we could pull off 14 and three, even 15 and two, but I feel like we should be winning. I feel like we should win at least 12 games this season. So do you think like last year was just like a historic year, especially when we think about like one Jalen Hurts, you know, uh, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, but then also like when it came like sack production, do you think that it's going to be as easy for the birds? I feel like 12 and five is definitely realistic. That's what I'm going with. But do you think that it's going to be a little bit harder? They were healthy last year. That look that we had. Um, What are your thoughts on just comparing the two seasons? Well, the schedule is definitely tougher than last season. But I feel like up front, we can definitely be more productive on the defensive line. Because like I said, we had um, Jordan Davis, who went out for a long period of time last season. We had Robert Quinn on the roster who wasn't producing or doing anything at all. So then we add a guy like Jalen Carter, who's going to be coming in for Javon Hargrave and is a little bit better against the run than Javon Hargrave is and automatically be coming in, getting to the quarterback, as we've seen. We're going to be adding in Nolan Smith, who we had Robert Quinn last year who didn't do anything. So Nolan Smith does one thing, then he's already better than Robert Quinn was last season. Then we – Milton Williams is a guy who has been coming up at camp and popping off at camp. So I feel like our defensive line um, Mm -hmm. this season could be just as good – will be just as good, but honestly has the potential to be even better. And if Sean Desai uses our pass rushers better than than Jonathan Gannon did, um, right, then we're even better. And even if we – if Derek Barnett ends up staying on the roster, that's still a depth piece – uh, if we need him. Josh Sweat was hurt for a part of last season. Jordan Davis, Robert Quinn wasn't doing anything. So we had a lot of injuries across the defensive line last season. So this season we have even more depth. So I feel like defensively, um, we could be much better than last season. And even offensively, like the schedule is tougher, but I feel like the team is going to be tougher because Dallas Goddard was hurt for a a good period of last season. And we saw how with Dallas Goddard not being on the field, that's one of Jalen Hurts' um, favorite target because Jaylen, Dallas Goddard is the player he's played with um, the most on this offense. So we saw when Dallas Goddard went out how much tougher that was for A.J. Brown, how much tougher that was um, 
for Smitty. So mm -hmm. now those three guys, even as pass catchers, they already have a year together under their belt. They, they, there had to be a little bit of adjustment period with A.J. Brown coming in and, and Devontae Smith still trying to find his role and Dallas Goddard still trying to find his role going from number two option um, to number three option. So those three guys have much more chemistry together. We have we have a more uh, lethal weapon in, in DeAndre Swift. Um, who could do so much more than than Miles Sanders could last season, plus adding a thumper like Penny yep. um, to the team. So this team is better, honestly, if you look at it, than last season, in my opinion. We have more depth in the cornerback room because we saw last season when Avante Maddox went down, how thin we were at corner. So I think this team, um, we still obviously have the big question at um, linebacker. <laughs> What Nicobe Dean looking like? Yeah. So that's the biggest thing for me is seeing what the linebacker room is gonna look Fair. like. Fair. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate you stopping by. Can of you let loyal listeners know where they can find you? Any special projects? Anything you got going on? So yeah, you guys can find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Simone S Y M O N E with the sports, and then like you said, Twitter Simone underscore Stanley. But it's the season is here, so we have a lot of great Eagles content coming up, a lot of great NFL content coming up. So make sure you guys tap in and be on the lookout for that. Thank you so much, Simone. I appreciate it. I definitely got to get you back on for another episode this season. But thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Of course. But that is going to be our wrap on episode 86 of Above the Nest with Rachelle. Like always, don't forget to tap into all of the BGN content on the feed. Leave us five stars and a written review while you're at it. Like I mentioned, the deadline for NFL roster cuts is Tuesday, August 29th at 4 p.m. Eastern. And so you should be expecting a BGN radio sometime in the coming days, just recapping all of that. Um, also, NFC East Mixtape drops on Wednesday morning, so that's tomorrow morning. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Bleeding Green Insta. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at BGN underscore radio. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at Rachel Monique. That's R-A-I-C-H-E-L-E-M-O-N-I-Q-U-E. You might as well stop what you're doing right now and subscribe to our YouTube channel. As always, thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to listen to this episode. I am so very grateful for all of you. I hope that you have a wonderful weekend and we out! BGN. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com.